Coming to you from the long-running music review website, adobeandteardrops.com. Both got hooked on the sweet temptation. Bringing you all of the amazing music that you're missing. I found my piece hidden in the story. My death will hold no need for mourning. From New York to Florida and all around the world, Rachel and Vaughn bring you the Adobe and Teardrops podcast. Both got hooked on the sweet temptation. Some ethical final destination. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 114 of Adobe and Teardrops. Got a whole bunch of things on tap, and I got kind of sidetracked with Passover cooking and stuff, so instead of doing two episodes this week, I'm just going to do one giant episode, and I think that's just how I'm going to do it until May, because there's a bunch of music coming out right now, but I have a feeling things are going to trickle off into May and certainly into June and July, since these sort of press cycles for... New music usually begin about like two out months in advance, and uh, there's not that much happening right now in the PR world. So I've got an interview with the folks behind the Toy Heart podcast. I'm also going to DJ half of this episode with Ellen Angelico, an awesome uh, side musician in Nashville, and I'm sure we'll get into that. We're just about to record it. Uh, let's see, what else? Passover music? Yeah. Eh, I have a very long disorganized list, so I guess I'll just let you all know what it is when it comes up, and I'm going to have to do a lot of editing on this one, which I'm looking forward to. Um, so first up, uh, I had this funny moment with my therapist last week when I was talking about how uh, I hadn't really cried since this whole thing started, and then uh, the other morning I did finally cry, but... She suggested, like, maybe listening to music will help. Like, are there any, is there any, like, sad music you can listen to? And I just laughed and laughed, because there's nothing but sad music on this podcast, right? Uh, so, with all that being said, um, of course, there's a sad news with John Prine, so I want to play my favorite song of his, which I learned at this archaeology summer camp in New Mexico, because I was that high schooler. This is Paradise. When I was a child, my family would travel Down to western Kentucky, where my parents were born And there's a backwards old town that's often remembered So many times that my memories are worn And daddy, won't you take me back to Muhlenberg County Down by the Green River, where paradise lay well, I'm sorry, my son, but you're too late in asking. Mr. Peabody's coal train has hauled it away. Well, sometimes we'd 
travel right down the Green River To the abandoned old prison down by Avery Hill Where the air smelled like snakes and we'd shoot with our pistols But empty pop bottles was all we would kill And Daddy, won't you take me back to Muhlenberg County Down by the Green River where paradise lay Well, I'm sorry, my son, but you're too late in asking Mr. Peabody's coal train is hauled it away And the coal company came with the world's largest shovel And they tortured the timber and stripped all the land Well, they dug for their coal till the land was forsaken Then they rode it all down as the progress of man And Daddy, won't you take me back to Muhlenberg County Down by the Green River where paradise lay well, I'm sorry, my son, but you're too late in asking. Mr. Peabody's coal train is hauled it away. When I die, let my ashes float down the Green River. Let my soul roll on up to the Rochester Dam. I'll be halfway to heaven with paradise wings. Just five miles away from wherever I am And Daddy, won't you take me back to Muhlenberg County Down by the Green River where paradise lay Well, I'm sorry, my son, but you're too late in asking Mr. Peabody's coal train has hauled it away But since that was all a little bit sad, I do want to get into um, Passover music. This is my third go-around with Passover and Adobe and Teardrops. So if you've been listening this long, you know that one of my favorite songs to play around Passover is the Shonda's True North. Um, in the chorus, you'll hear them talk about singing next year in Jerusalem. That is the customary phrase you use to close out the Passover Seder. But I think the point of the song is that we don't have to wait until next year to achieve uh, utopia or revolution or however you want, or a better world. Uh, instead, every day could be an opportunity to create that better world. Um, so after I had my little crying jag, I went back and listened to this album, and it made me feel so much better. Stop. 
Some old beggar on her knees If that's what you see But we all know the truth And that you're clinging to the pact of your supremacy But that ain't what we need You've been ruling for so long It's clear you don't know right from wrong 
so we'll keep marching on. And yes, we're begging for a change, no, we cannot see its name. We're blinded by the constant pounding lie that every man can be a king, and it won't cost us anything but ancient blood that's hidden in the mud. But lies aside, I see it here The rhetoric of constant fear And crying eyes, just trying to survive But we are waking from our sleep And know our numbers make you weak So we'll keep marching on Independence Day 
turned and walked away. I heard a lady say, Freedom always ends up this way. Freedom always ends up this way. Train on the trestle, trying to wash down a hot dog special. Fastball's coming in way too high. Little league game on a Saturday night. Hardline drives and freight lines. Got me tracking my way back through time. Boxcars remind me of Vegas. Devils remind me I'm chasing. Glory that's old and it's faded to smoke And the only way home are these kids And the birds and the snap of a leather Tonight, this dime won't ease forever This dime won't ease Grandma's on the bleachers Woke up songs on the block rocker speaker Josen in the hole, Jack on deck Teddy chugs a third like his CSX This sunset makes me golden I feel lights make it all seem frozen Boxcars remind me of Vegas Devils remind me I'm chasing Glory that's old and is faded to smoke And the only way home are these kids And the bats and the snap of the leather Tonight, this dime won't ease forever This dime won't ease forever Also from the Shondas from their 2016 album Brighton. Um, 
I got to go to this album release show and the lead singer was like seven months pregnant or something. So there's a reason they haven't put out music in a while, but it's a beautiful album. So I think there's never a bad time to return to it. After that, you heard Phoebe Hunt and the Gatherers with Marching On. Patreon listeners got Good Blood from Neither Bus Is Wrong, which is out today. Uh, the band is an informal network of musicians in Brooklyn who take turns playing in each other's individual projects. Hunt has an interest in classical Indian music and creating like a sort of more spiritual brand of folk music, which you could probably catch uh, while you're listening to these songs. This album was designed as a series of campfire songs the whole band could jam along to when they were on tour and didn't have to break out all of the more traditional Indian uh, instruments. You also heard Nathan Kalish with Independence Day. Patreon listeners, you got Don't Confuse Me, but from Songs for Nobody. Kalish is a bit of a road warrior, finally settled in Nashville after Lyft wouldn't let him travel from city to city, which is what he would do to make money in between shows. And uh, yeah, this album is his 10th one. It's a beautiful mix of Americana rockers and really sensitive storytelling, as you can tell from those songs. We also got Martin in the Fall, This Diamond Lasts Forever, which is a single. It's a really charming baseball song. I can't think of that many Americana baseball songs um, off the top of my head, other than Bill Maloney's like 10-minute meditation that he would sometimes close out vigilantes of love concerts with. You can find that one on various bootlegs. Uh, I couldn't find much information about Martin in the Fall, but they do have an EP online, so go ahead and track that down. I do want to point out, we've got a ninth anniversary party coming up, and you should come. I'll put the link to the Facebook show in the notes. Pretty much anybody that you've read or listened to over the last nine years who you think is super awesome is going to be there. Uh, I mean, I think it's like 15 people. John Thomas Griffith of Cowboy Mouth, who I interviewed the other week, and this whole podcast is named after one of his songs. Austin Lucas, Matt Woods, Kathleen the Great, uh, who am I missing? <laughs> Mercy Bell, uh, Arsene DeLay, who was on like the charity fundraiser album I helped put together like five or six years ago. Uh, yeah, you get the full list online. Will Bennett and the Tells made the posters for this and it looks great. Micah Schnabel of Two Cow Garage. Uh, Mario Buckley, yeah, like I said, lots of people I'm forgetting off the top of my head because I very intelligently didn't put a list in front of me. But, you know, too many to list, but plenty of room in your hearts to love them. So let's get into the next bit of music. Uh, Jess Jokoy, Jokoy also has her album out today. We're going to start with Somewhere Somebody. Patreon listeners will also get Ballad of Two Lovers from her album Such a Long Way. Jacqueline has been intent on becoming a country singer since she was little. Unfortunately, her father passed away in 2013, just when she was about to launch her career. So I think after she picked up all the pieces in 2018, she enrolled in Belmont University, which I talked about a couple episodes ago in Nashville, to kind of study songwriting more deeply. And now here we are with a collection of richly told stories from some unusual perspectives. Running cause it's 
stockroom next to the peaches. Take fountain bone shed sherry. Did you make your second
you also heard in that set, Skylar Gudash. I think that's how you pronounce her name. It's got a Z at the end with actress. Patreon listeners got Ryder from Cinema. This is just like a really cool combination of pop music and folk. Cinema is just like really foreboding in like a really cool way. It's very pretty. Talks a lot about the music industry and entertainment industry as a whole. You also got Eagle Rock Gospel Singers with I Will Rise, which seems to be a single. I've had this LA-based gospel band on here before. Hard to resist the, their rhythms and their chemistry. I mean, it's really awesome. Another thing I did this past weekend, which feels like forever ago, was I did a little fundraising pitch for the Queer Country monthly concert that Karen Pittleman of Karen the Sorrows put together. And I ended up doing a stage reading. <laughs> it's on Facebook Live, and you can go back and watch it. Um, the stage reading was for Vita, and she put together this sort of like Barbarella-like uh, country-western musical. So, uh, you know, I don't think they win any uh, Academy Awards anytime soon. But, you know, if you want like a weird, kind of crunchy, <laughs> old-school, can't-be-good-time, de- definitely go through. I mean, the other artists on that show were fantastic as well. Um, but let's get into a little more music with Fern Maddie. I think... No offense to everybody else, but this is one of the few artists I've received a submission from through Submit Hub that has really like blown me away. We're going to start out with North Branch River. Patreon listeners, I'm also going to treat you to falling into form. I mean, this is gorgeous. Uh, Fern Maddie describes herself as a balladeer in northern Vermont, where she makes art, music, and magic. You can definitely hear that interest in magic and mythology on the EP. There's even a song called The Elf Knight. But it's not hokey, I promise. <laughs> like, I've actually even put this on my like list of 2020 best albums because it really is that arresting. So really just like go and check it out. Thank you. 
Talking old times like it's yesterday. Me, I'm not that nostalgic. I wasn't born that way. I guess you could say I've never let anyone. Timing down Grandma said that was living Full of spirit And breaking that's not allowed And that there's people in this world That'll hate you For your name And there's people in this world That'll tell you Their sins don't smoke the same I can't say that I've made Any kind of living Singing town to town Like an old guitar in a pawn shop, I'm just hanging around. A 
Like people sitting talking about the old times like it's yesterday. Me, I'm not that nostalgic. I wasn't born that way.
How to make a better me I'm still myself Do I need help Some words to rock me back to sleep Don't run away This'll fade And I'll get back on my feet There's nothing wrong With feeling wrong There's nothing bad Just on the back You gotta find your love 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 Yeah, yeah You lit the match, now just sit back The fire burns so hot on me Control. I feel so low They're all staring right at me Something wrong, no nothing's wrong I'm just tired of these games Real or fake, for heaven's sake Is there a God look for these days? There's nothing wrong I'll sing my song There's nothing bad Just don't look back You gotta find your love 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 Yeah, yeah And lately The time makes me run away And sleep all day But you
After Fern Maddie, you heard Joe Fleetwood's Nostalgic. I couldn't find really any information on this guy online. He's got a couple songs on YouTube and I think Spotify, so check those out. But the line about the pawn shop guitar really got to me. You also got Jack Sledge with Drifter from his new album, Notes of a Drifter. Sledge is a New Orleans-based songwriter who grew up in Brooklyn with Oki parents. So you can sort of hear that whole swirl of influences in this EP. I mean, there's like some funk, there's some twang, there's some snarl. And that if you needed a little more pop and a little more Broadway pizzazz, we got Michelle Brooke, who I have featured on here before with Find Your Love. Patreon listeners, you also got One Way Tonight from her brand new EP, Light It Up. So now we're going to get into the part of the show where I co-DJ with Ellen Angelico and talk about Ellen's life in Nashville. And I'm sure there's a lot of uh, new stuff going on or not new stuff happening between the tornado and the global pandemic. So I'm looking forward to hearing what Ellen has to say. My, uh, my, my sweet, wonderful girlfriend uh, (laughs) attempted to give me a haircut. I think it looks good. It's okay. It's, she's been calling, she says it looks a little Amish and she's been calling me like Jedediah. (laughs) Uh, No, I like it. Um, We paid our barber to FaceTime with us and we bought clippers and we cut each other's hair. Oh, that is um, so sweet. We only did the sides. Yeah. So the top is a little like a lot right now. I think it looks pretty good on video, but uh, in person, I'm like, I don't know. It does appear to not adhere to the laws of gravity. It so. usually doesn't anyway. So <laughs> um, and That's then there's awesome. like this one little part that she didn't get uh, when she was using the clippers. Yeah. And I think um, if, like, it just kind of sticks out straight to the side, but I think usually it wants to do that anyway. So Sure. Uh, yeah, you just got to let it do its thing. That has... <laughs> Like, but shorter a lot. That's just like my mom yeah. with my hair. Uh, so. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's live and let manageable. live. Yeah, like it doesn't look good. Like it's uh, not easy to tame, no matter what way. <laughs> um, cool. So, uh, so it's recording, but I can cut out this earlier part if you want me to. Whatever. Um, whatever. And then also, what pronouns should I be using again? Just oh, she, her is fine. Okay, cool. Thanks I, for checking. I recorded like the first half of the episode right before you logged on because if i'm by myself it only takes like 10 minutes anyway oh yeah Um, but i expertly avoided using any pronouns (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i I, yeah i i'm no pronouns that's but i really do i mean it's a it's a weird thing like i you'd have this is not what we're talking about but the uh, i feel like people's um people's pronoun usage reflects more about them or about the environment that I'm in than about my presentation, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I, if I get she, her, it's probably around people who've known me for a while or it's because I'm speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I get he, it, I, I'm probably at any gas station in in Georgia, um, you know, and they're they're accurately reading something that I'm putting out. And, and if I get they and them, then I'm in a queer space. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, yes. and none of it feels wrong and none of it hurts my feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, t- and I don't know if that's a cop out, but that's, that's no. how I, that's how I feel. Yeah. I mean, when I get like, sir, it only bothers me if it's like, because someone's like, hmm, wants something from me. And so they mm. think they're going to get it because, um, they think I'm a man. 
Like if right. it's like somebody at a restaurant or like at Chipotle or something, like they're busy, whatever. But like, right. Uh, yesterday I was walking down the street and some guy was like tooling around on his phone and he looks up, he's like, oh, hey, sir, you got a dollar? Or he called me boss. And I was like, not for you. Yeah. <laughs> like you heard that put out. Yeah. Like, before you looked up and saw me. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it's like f- in f- fake respect. Yeah. Wait, Alan, are you wearing a hat with your name on it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a good segue. Tell us a little bit more about uh, you and uh, what you're okay. about and why, you're, <laughs> why I'm putting you on the podcast. Okay, so the hat is... <laughs> the, yeah, so I got these as Christmas gifts for my family. I, everybody got a hat with their name on it. Um and I love it. I, it's like merch, but it's just me. Uh, uh, what was the question? Do uh, you want to introduce yourself? Because I know who you are. Oh, uh, my name is Ellen. Yeah. Uh, my name is Ellen Angelico, and I am a professional guitar player in country music. That's awesome. And uh, I know you picked out some songs that, uh, yeah. some stuff that we're going to get into are songs that you've played on. I would love to hear more about uh, how the life of like a side musician or a session musician, please correct me if I'm using anything incorrectly, uh, works because I think... Uh, those are great. Are, yeah, yeah, those are great words. Yeah, cool, cool. Like familiar with the idea of like a singer-songwriter coming to Nashville and making a career, but uh, to come as a musician who isn't necessarily as interested in being like front and center. Um, right. But yeah, so how did that happen? Uh, well, I have no other marketable skills, so that's how it happened for me. Um, I, but I've always wanted to play music and I've always been in bands. Um, and I, when I was in college, I found that I had this talent for keeping a lot of balls in the air, um, at once. And that is just, that, that is this that is the thing you need to be good at to be a sideman because you're constantly juggling other people's schedules and um, your own schedule and uh, trying to, to, to piece together a career. It's, it's a bit like gig work, you know, before that was a thing. Um, so it's, it's, that's, that's pretty much how it happened for me. I just didn't, I, I didn't ever see myself doing anything else. And I'm incredibly, incredibly lucky. Like, I lucky and also privileged like I'm I'm white I'm able-bodied I'm uh like relatively fit you know I'm not overweight like all of those things I've seen all of those things stop people's careers before they even get started you know so I'm very lucky and I'm not good at anything else (laughs) (laughs) I mean yeah you would think it doesn't matter except like um we went to Newport like two or three years ago and that was like right before the high woman and all that stuff. So there was like, Oh my gosh. It was right before. I mean the year before. So like Brandy Carlisle was there. Um, but I know, I think I may have played Newport. Were you playing with the DB Bridger? Uh, Becca and Carrie. Oh, I don't know if she was, if it was that year. Maybe that was the year after. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, there were a lot of, like, Margot Price was there and Brandi Carlin. They're like, yeah. yeah, we need more women. Like, there needs to be, like, a woman headlining Newport Folk. But, like, nobody except for Phoebe Bridgers, who I saw, like, if it wasn't, you know, if it wasn't, like, a group that was, like, built as a band, like, 
someone like Margot Price, who's like the front woman and has a band, like, or even like Jason Isbell and Amanda Shires, like nobody had women in their backup band, and very few people had people of color in their backup bands. Yes, I mean it's once you once you start looking for it, it's everywhere, you know, and and it's it's and you can't not see it, um, and it's it's uh, I don't know. You know, I don't know what the solution is because it's not um, it, it it's not for lack of trying among my colleagues. You know, like people like me, uh, it, men included, recommend me for work all the time. Um, but the the problem is a level up from that. You know, it's not it's not the other musician musicians recommend me for work, but musicians don't pay my bills. You know, singers and and record labels do. So the change needs to happen at a a much higher level, unfortunately. Yeah, and it's I, still like ba- art, uh, artist managers and labels and stuff, you know, they have a really specific look that they want the show to have. And it's usually white, straight and, and male. I mean, yeah. And then, of course, all the other sort of like networking aspects that go into it and who's friends with who and who's comfortable being in a room alone with, alone with whom and right yeah yeah I mean and I hear from people a lot of all the time people I have a spreadsheet on my desktop that's just said that's just called fem- Nashville female instrumentalists <laughs> because I people ask me for recommendations for people all the time and they and they so often even when their hearts are very much in the right place they say we just don't know who's doing this work we don't know mm-hmm. where to find these people and the reality is they're not doing it in country music because they don't see themselves represented in country music so they don't feel welcome mm-hmm. you know and there's no reason that a, a a woman killing it in um pop music or r&b or americana wouldn't do great in more mainstream country um so it's just like it's just a matter of like folding these kind of communities into each other mm-hmm. where we can start putting women in these positions and then more women will come out of the woodwork. Yeah. Um do you think it's also like if I have to put all this work into a music career, I might as well be front and center because I hardly ever see women or exert other marginalized person in the background anyway? Maybe I, that's not a big part of my experience personally, because I don't, mm, I get exhausted when I have to play my own shows. Like it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's when I have to, I'm yeah. first, first world problems. Um, but it's like, I do one and I'm like, woo, that's fine. I'm good for another like three years. Like I don't, it's, it's just, it's expensive and it's awfully hard work. Um, so that's not that's not been my experience personally, but I imagine that is a, a lot of people's experience. Uh, I think a lot of folks just don't even get. Uh, I think a lot of folks just don't even get to that point. You know, it's like if you don't if you don't have the representation, then you don't have the vocabulary to to even say that this is something you can be. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's wild. It's it it it. it I I go around in my head in circles uh, trying to figure out how to how to solve that problem because it is so the only thing that I can do is continue to recommend my colleagues who are women for for gigs but it's like it it needs to happen on a higher level than that and it needs to happen not just with sidemen but with with um 
crew and like managers and and the disparity is the same in the business world too so it's like quite a big problem (laughs) right Ah. and i guess also the sort of like there's a lot of precarity around it so if you are a woman who and knows that they want to start a family at some point that like sort of freelancing as a musician in your 20s is not as appealing as it could be no and i i have a um a friend who um well, yeah, it's maybe I, maybe maybe I shouldn't disclose too much personal information, but I I have a friend who um, is a, a sideman. She's a woman, and she is having a baby. And the only reason that she was able to have a baby is because she, her boss, made it happen. Basically, mm-hmm. or like her her boss was like, "You can you can do this. I'll take you back." You know, like that just wouldn't be the reality for every musician like you right. can't you can't just like if you are going to be gone for some months they'll you will be replaced like you can't just do that right so like they gave her like functional maternity right well and now now it's a pandemic and yeah, it's a whole another sure. whole another set of bananas like it's yeah. a different it's a whole different thing now but but yeah i mean she was basically like because she had a compassionate boss who was willing to do the right thing. Hmm. So I'm going to smoothly segue into the first songs you picked. Speaking of artists who just had a baby. And <laughs> yeah. So Cam, you're right, is very active in uh, diversity and in inclusion world in country music. Um, she absolutely walks the walk. There's a lot of people who talk a big game about including women in stuff and then don't have women on their teams. Um, Cam's team is loaded down with women. Um, maybe that's not a great metaphor. Cam's team has a lot of women on it. Um, and she's my boss. And she's the best boss I've ever had. She's incredible. Um, so the first song we're going to hear is Till There's Nothing Left, which is her new single. And then Patreon listeners will hear, or Patreon subscribers, subscribers. Patreon um, people, um, Patreon people will hear my mistake.
Yeah, so after Cam, you heard, ooh, I should have asked how to pronounce his name, uh, Bazio or Bazio Bulat with Homesick. Patreon listeners, you also got Your Girl with Are You In Love. Um, Bazio's a three-time Polaris Music Prize finalist, and uh, she's been nominated for Juno, which is like the Canadian Grammys. Uh, you all know, anyone who's been listening for a while, I have like this weird weakness for Canadian music. Like Canadian country music is like, a different, like, a cousin of, like, even, like, the most Americana of Americana yes. uh, here, and uh, I'm just really drawn to it. Um, so there's a lot of pop elements, as you heard, which is why I thought she'd be a good pairing with Cam, but there's also nice. a lot of substance in this album, too. Oh, man, so yeah. cool. I love Canada country. Mm-hmm. It is such a thing, and it cracks me up. It's its own whole scene. It's awesome. Yeah. It's I'm like, all about it. They cut out a lot of that. Mm -hmm. it's also the accents like because all these people are from like Saskatchewan or something so they're at boots yeah yeah yeah. and uh, it works for me I don't know why there's a couple of uh um there's a there's a really great uh Canada country artist uh called Brittany Kennel and she's from she's not from the sticks she's from Montreal she speaks French um and she's 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 awesome uh, I'll have to send you a tune. Yes, she's, please. She's, she's great. Yeah. Uh, one of my last articles for The Boot was about, um, I'm totally blanking on her name, but, like, some guy was, like, headbanging her, and she, like, basically, like, cursed him out in the middle of her concert, and I was like, hell yeah. Her wow. good, too. Wait. Yeah, she's on Warner. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Canada. Yeah. That's yeah, great. They, they, they don't put up with nothing, even though they're all so nice. Yeah, and you also played on Kaishona's new album, and I had... I talked about the album when it came out, but I'm very happy to have an excuse to yeah. play it for people again. Yeah, your thing was so good. Your article for the boot was so good. Um, for whatever, well, not for whatever it's worth, but her name is pronounced Kashana. Oh, dang. Um, Kashana, so thank you. So that, that might be a thing. Do you want me to introduce the that yeah, the same way? Yeah, tell us about it. You can tell um, us about your experiences playing on the track if you want. Well, uh... Or did you? I thought you did. I did, yeah. I played on that, I played on that record... Uh, Kashana is a uh, force of nature. Uh, if you ever have a chance to see her live, you absolutely must do it because she she is an artist. She, she just seems she's just connected to this tradition of storytelling that it is so it's like ancient. You know, she she's such a good storyteller. She's such a good communicator, and on stage, it's just like the it's it's the most like religious experience that I've had consistently playing music is is playing guitar uh with Kashana. So I, I just can't recommend her show highly enough. It's always inspiring and moving, even when she's, you know, feeling if she's feeling great or if she's just feeling bad, she always puts on an awesome show. Uh she is also an utter rock star and trooper. This her making her record uh she got you know her band and she got her dream team of people together but there was some uh basically like she had to do a lot of stuff twice because of a crisis um she had to she had to basically make that record twice and it's so good it feels like it's it's like it's very like purified by fire kind of thing it's it just it turned out so good i'm so 
so proud to be a part of that record. I just, my plan is to become independent wealth, independently wealthy and just only play guitar for her for the rest of my life because she's so wonderful. Uh, so the first song is um, Try. Uh, it is perfect for these weird, weird times. <laughs> um, and the Patreon, uh, Patreonites uh, will hear, also hear Fear by Kishana. Weather's always changing It's sunny that it's raining Daylight's always fading Stars are moving through the sky People all around you Only tell you what they want to Now they know what all they're going through And we're all just passing by We all got our reasons to be free it's easy to give up and hide away I'm gonna try, try, try to be Try, try In a world that's ever spinning Doing my best to keep on living I'm gonna try, try, try to be alive Try, On a ground that's ever shifting I will fight to be forgiven Today's problems, today we already forgot them They'll be back again tomorrow And we'll be surprised again At the end of every season We'll fall down on our knees and Stop praying there's a reason Blowing somewhere in the wind I know I fail myself from time to time But I will not surrender Going back, going forward, 
Shana, you all heard pageant, which I don't know, Ellen, if you know them or not. I know they're in Nashville. I don't. Yeah, definitely like kind of more on the pop end of the spectrum, um, which I appreciated. Uh, the, it's led by a brother-sister duo. Um, first, we started with So Close to Home, Patreon subscribers. You also got Dream. And they've had a couple of albums before, but this one is self-titled at, under pageant. Uh. I will have to hunt them down. I don't yeah. know them. Yeah, they're fun. Um, yeah, and then I know uh, we got Little Bandit up next. I really love his music. When's he making more? Uh, I soon. I hope. Yeah. I mean, everything is like no one knows anything mm-hmm. right now, um, and he's just in a holding pattern like the rest of us. But I, I think it's, I think it's happening. He's a mega talent. He, he's. I, I played a show with him. Um, probably like six months ago and he played some new songs and it was just like, he's so good. He has such a, um, his, his, he communicates pathos very well with his like big, sad sounding voice. Um, so I'm, I'm super into it. Yeah. Bed of bad luck by little band. This bed of bad luck. Bad luck. This bed of not enough. Not enough. Of never. Never. Finding true. Finding true love. Well, now it's time. Time. To write to my wrong. Because I made this bed. That I. I go out and drink too much Because just one is not enough 
say it's time that I caught on I made this bed that I've been sleeping on
Sadness lasts forever. That's a single. <laughs> uh, I was talking at the beginning of the episode before you came on about uh, how I, I finally cried <laughs> the other day. Like, yeah. Like building inside of me and it did. And then, uh, but I picked this song out like probably a month ago before this was really even, it was on the horizon for the US, but not like, um, right. Not understandable really. Um, right. Yeah. The only biographical information I have because she's so modern she doesn't have a website like just instagram is that she's from copenhagen that she's a singer oh my god yeah uh 
the kids these days. Yes. Uh, also Amazing. Got, yeah. Um, I'll get into some of those changes in a second. But I guess before we get into your next album, like when you're preparing for a concert as opposed to like a recording session, like for you, how much of like performance goes into your playing on stage or do you feel like you're there to like to focus on the sound and not so much on like a... Any, like, stage oh, um, well, uh, uh, it depends. It depends on the context. Like, I when I play with Cam, yeah. I'm there to support Cam, yeah. and so if you're noticing me, it's not the point, you know. Um, uh, but there are other contexts that that I play in where that that's not the case. Um, you know, the, actually. Uh, Here's here's a segue. So the next uh, songs that that we're gonna play are by the band Delta Ray, who I've played with, and uh, they are totally down for antics, <laughs> jumping off of things, standing on things, running around, hugging each other. I mean, it's just it's it's constant and it's so so fun. Yeah, you can hear um, it and music it's, too. Just in the oh recording. my gosh, yeah. yeah, it's part of the vibe. It's part of the vibe. Um, so. Sometimes, sometimes I have antics and sometimes I don't. <laughs> do you like study, like, I guess if you're playing around Nashville, you know what the spaces are like at this point. So do you're like, well, next time I play the, um, I don't want, the five spot <laughs> basement east. It's going to be around for a while. Um, next time I play the Ugh. five spot, I'm going to do this or that. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it just, it just depends. Mm-hmm. It just, it just depends. You know, cer- certain spaces are definitely more... Like, Five Spot, you could play Five Spot with a rock and band, but, like, you couldn't do that at um, Bluebird Cafe. And and if I ran around and took a guitar solo at Bluebird Cafe, it, it just doesn't fit. You know, it's just it's just a matter of... And that's the whole point of... That's the job of being a sideman, is to support whatever's going on, whatever that means. If it means jumping off of amps and and, you know breaking a tambourine over the drummer's head, then that's what it means, <laughs> you know? Is that something you have done or would want to do depending on the drummer? <laughs> no, it, it, I, there are, uh, a few drummers that deserve it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I've not, I've not done that to anybody. <laughs> uh, I play bass and, uh, the last time I played in a band, I definitely, the drummer, like it was a Lily May rock camp. So we were all like new and I think he was feeling very vulnerable at being like, you know, playing something never done before and then like performing on stage in like 48 hours. Yeah. And he wouldn't admit that maybe he was like not great at it because he had just learned how to do it. And like I was playing bass and he was like, well, like we don't really need, I don't need to keep time. And I was like, you're the drummer. No, that's your <laughs> like, whole thing. <laughs> I shouldn't be the one keeping time, but apparently I will. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. So that was, there was a that's, lot of other dynamics that's... in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. That's yeah. the worst as a bass player too. Mm-hmm. If you're responsible for that, ooh, yes, that's yes, not a great time. But like when you can really connect with the drummer, it is like what you said, like the and a religious experience to just like be able to oh my gosh, each other and stuff. yeah, yes, so. yes. That was I. I used to play bass a lot more than I do now. Um, when I was playing on on Broadway in the honky tonks in Nashville, and that there were some drummers that I just had that connection with, and I. I would have played all those gigs for free. Like that, yeah. just that, that feeling is so, uh, there's just nothing like it. Yeah. There's just nothing like it. Like I don't, guitar center's motto. I don't know if it still is, but it used to be like, we sell the best feeling in the world. And as cheesy as that is, it's like also like true. Like, I don't think they yeah. should ever change that tagline. It's 
yeah, yeah. it really it really is like being creating and uh creating with other people makes me feel more connected um to you know the however you see religion it it, it makes me feel more connected to uh humanity yeah um i've read a book uh what's it called it's like right next to me uh, i think uh jazz metal rock something like that it was this ethnography in like that he wrote in like 1995 this uh author and um okay basically he used his phd to like hang out with his friends in cleveland while they were in bands but it was really interesting to sort of read about the more social context because he like studied his friends metal bands and like stuff like 80s hard rock wannabe band because this was like the late yeah. early 90s when grunge was just starting and uh mm-hmm. and jazz bands in cleveland and akron so like a white jazz band in cleveland suburbs and uh black jazz musicians in akron and um yeah it's interesting fascinating but uh, the way that each musician in different genres sort of thought about their roles because the music calls for different roles just like based on you know what you're playing and one of yeah the, i think one of the metal drummers was also play, also played jazz it was something like that there was one musician who was perfectly happy to play whatever and it was always interesting wow and, yeah what's it called like jazz metal rock um you can probably jazz find it pretty cheap and there's like a couple hundred pages where he breaks down different songs using music theory and then tries to connect that to um socioeconomic wow. context and like that i don't know music theory so that might be more interesting for you but i was like okay yeah. i'm just gonna skip wow. this whole chunk yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't read music yeah. i'll just get to the conclusion um, wow, yeah. this is such a, this looks like such an interesting book. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll put that in show notes for anyone else who's interested. Because, um, yeah. I know I write a lot about music, but I actually don't enjoy reading about music very much. So, oh, really? Yeah, like I, but this is like the first book I've read about music that I've like really enjoyed. If yeah. I may make a recommendation, um, uh, Ann Power's Good Booty mm-hmm. um, is, is the best book I read in 2017. Yeah. And I, I just cannot, if you don't enjoy reading about music, this is almost like, it, it, it's because you have to constantly be looking up the songs that she's talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's more of like an immersive, like a um, yeah. yeah, it's like, it, it feels like, it feels like walking through a museum, you know, um, yeah. uh, I'm gonna, it's excellent. Yeah. Uh, the day that she started following me on Twitter, I was like, so, uh, I was like, so proud of myself. Hell yeah, cool. that's great. Yeah. She's um, man, she is uh she is the real deal. She is just like she is such a genuine uh music fan. Mm-hmm. And she's I mean, she's she and Julie Height and Marissa Moss and Lori Liebig, they they just are out and around going to shows. Like they're they're constantly they see shows more as much or more than I do. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. So it's it's just really nice to be in such a uh, just to be surrounded by really really bright people mm-hmm. that care so much about music. Yeah, totally. And I always like it when she does World Cafe. Um, oh yeah. And Kashana uh, uh, did a World Cafe. Oh but yeah. Uh, it was so fun. Or maybe it's not. Uh, it was it was like years and years oh, okay. ago. And then um, I also know, like, when she pops onto All Songs Considered, but I got kind of tired of uh, their banter, so I stopped listening. 
it's yeah. like if she's hosting i'm on but if it's the two guys right. i'm like okay cool like isn't it weird that you almost <laughs> never let your female interns uh yeah to the show hmm. yeah weird yeah uh but let's get back into delta ray anyway <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh so delta ray is um a band from north carolina uh they now kind of the members of Delta Ray now live kind of all over the place, um, but they've been a band for ten years and they have been through um, big labels and a country label, and they uh, left their label and they were like, "Man, do we? What are we gonna do? Like, how can we keep going?" And they just had the the most bonkers Kickstarter, like just incredibly successful and they're finally releasing new music and it is so fun to watch them do things of their own accord and not not because a label is telling them to do what to release or or how to dress or or whatever it's just so much fun to see them take charge they're 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 true artists and and they deserve all the success in the world uh, so the first song is going to be Take Me There by Delta Ray and Patreon subscribers. Uh, pa- Patreon. I uh, stop uh, yeah, Whatever, you guys, um, the people who pay a little extra. Yeah, y'all will hear No One Will Miss Me by Delta Ray. <laughs> Feels like a chance to win 
Yeah, I gosh. Um, no, I, I'll just say that I don't. I enjoy listening to albums, um, so it's a bummer for me. But also, I think that like people don't have. I, I can't speak to why it's happening. Why that is happening on the the, the in the upper echelons of of the music industry. But in terms of, like, my pals and stuff, like, they don't have money to go in and record an album, but they can just crank out a single, you know? And so it's more cost-effective to um, not go through the whole process of, you know, getting getting people together. You have to pay them a lot more money and, and booking the studio time. It's like, if you can crank out a single, something that you can work on in a day or a couple of days... It's just more cost effective. But what if you uh, did like an album like that or an EP where you just did like five songs and then once you have the five songs, you release it as an EP? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I certainly prefer having a chunk of songs to listen to. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure why why that works the way that it does. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe just maybe it's just like a it's an immediacy thing maybe like you just get it out as soon as it's ready and then i mean nobody's making money yeah (laughs) nobody's making money selling music yeah you know it's just not it's just not what's happening Mm -hmm. so i'm not sure i am so so glad that noah is on your radar Mm -hmm. i adore him uh he is so nice (laughs) and he (laughs) he's really good and his band like he's from ohio is he from Ohio? Yeah. Cincinnati? And, like, his band is, like, his band. Like, they, the lineup doesn't change. Like, they're the same guys all the time. And they are super tight. You can tell they play a ton of shows. They're all really nice. Um, and I just, I just adore him. I just think he's the real deal. He's so, he, he he's, you can just tell that he is, he is, who he says he is like there's people who make music that sounds like Noah's music that um are not being authentic you know and authenticity is like this like moving target and it's like not a real thing and blah 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 blah. but but he just he is he is who his songs say he is and and I just adore him I just think he's great the salt of the earth totally totally cool yeah I'm glad we have this inside perspective uh, like he's really awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, he's just the nicest guy. He's just he's just the nicest what guy. Peach. What a peach! <laughs> uh, How about Haley Steele? What's uh what's your inside perspective on her? 
I have <laughs> I have a lot of inside perspective on Haley Steele. Yeah. Um, That's a great country name. Uh, Haley Steele? Yeah. I know, right? Totally. Uh, she is a mega talent, too. Um, an incredible writer. And, and a dear, dear friend of mine, one of my very best friends. Um, but she just, she wrote this song. Um, she's, she's written a lot of songs that are super meaningful to me. Um, but when she wrote this song, Where I Thought I'd Be, it's like, it, it, it's just, it, it's everybody's story in the music industry or not. You know, it's, it's, this song is just like, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's devastatingly good. <laughs> um, it's like, when you say I'm just not where I thought I'd be, maybe all of those visions were pipe dream wishes and reaching for the stars was a little ambitious. Like, like you're just coming to grips with uh, the shape of a dream changing. Mm-hmm. And it's such a, man, I want to hear more songs about that. Like, I just, I, I love love as much as the next guy, but like, this is such a, a, a real raw emotion and it's complex and she, I just love how country music takes those raw, complex feelings and makes them understandable. Um, so, yeah, this is where I thought I'd be by Haley Steele.
think about you When it's late and love to call it a night I get emotional, stereotypical My mind is putting love a real good fight So hold on, you moved on You never gave me a peace of mind The only truth I had I had you hold on to Was that I'd love you till the end of time It's when the rain falls, when the skies fall When the leaves fall about you when the pain comes when the world's wrong when I write a song I think about you I started up I'm turning on listen to every song on the radio ain't it funny how you let me just lie in there Time is now, we moved on I came back and I wasn't wrong Don't try to tell me that I ain't nothing Cause I believe in the words and less song It's when the rain falls, when the skies fall When the leaves fall I think about you when the pain comes When the world's wrong, when I write a song I think about you Every time I hear that song I reminisce with what went wrong Cause when the rain falls When the skies fall When the leaves fall I think about you When the pain comes When the world's wrong When I write a song I think about you When the rain falls Actually, uh, some Canadian country music <laughs> uh, with Justin Fancy's "Think About You," which is a single. Um, I played one of his other songs a couple of weeks ago, which was like much more like sort of Americana, mm-hmm. um, kind of gritty. This one's very much more like a radio friendly. So he like really just has all the yeah the whole spectrum down, and uh, I'm looking forward to hearing more of his music. That's a so great that name too. Fancy. Yeah, I think it's his real name. That's amazing. So. I like that I wasn't even really thinking about it. and uh, It's sort of like Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Society, where it's like, we'll throw a bunch of stuff and see what patterns come out. Right. We've got like some two really awesome like country music things. Yeah, love that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, serendipity. Serendipity. Um, yeah, so I think that's what we got. Um, that's all the music we got. Um, for those of you listening to the podcast, it was almost two hours worth of music, so I hope you all enjoyed. Um Check out the show notes for the Patreon. Subscribe. Check out Ellen's uh, work, both uh, 
That one doesn't want to talk about. But, uh, no, okay. I, to, I, don't mind. I don't mind. It's fine. <laughs> and they're really funny. They happen. Yeah, you're a great songwriter. Oh, thanks, Rachel. They're they're almost accidents. Um, I <laughs> always feel bad when people are like, "Where can people check out your? Where where can people check you out?" And it's like, I don't know. I tweet a lot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's how we became buddies. Yeah, it's just I don't I don't have a real. But that's like, oh, you're trying to end the podcast. But this is like what yeah. what we were talking about being a sideman earlier. Like, I get to enjoy all the successes of the people that I play for, but I don't have to do the heavy lifting of being an artist. Like, you have to you have to have so many social media accounts it's bonkers and you have to be posting on them all the time and your whole the way that the music industry works now like people's personal lives are the product you know you are the product your whole life is is the product and it's it's just not gosh it's just not appealing to me at all <laughs> like I, i'm not interested in people knowing that much about me yeah um yeah so i don't i that's part of the reason that i haven't pursued making my own music more but every you know every once in a while i make an ep out of spare parts yeah (laughs) in hopes that someone in new york will listen to it and then we'll become twitter friends (laughs) yeah it was great Uh, they're both great thanks rachel Um, yeah i mean i totally get that like even just uh i had to separate uh, make a separate account this week for Adobe and Teardrops because I had one that was originally going to be for my comic book and I haven't really done much in the comic book lately because of whew, everything exploding. Right. But uh, all like all these musicians would track me down because I has my name on it and start following me there. I was like, but this is like p- for pictures of my girlfriend and when I remember to promote the comic book. So right. Let's right. just like <laughs> let's just shove this one over. But yeah, managing social media is really annoying. Oh, it's it's just not a great time. Yeah, pictures of your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, for everyone listening, I have a bunch of social media accounts and uh, I do work at prom- <laughs> updating them. So follow them. There's a link tree in the show notes. And all that. Uh, yeah. Is there any, uh, any last, uh, thoughts you want to share before we, uh, head out? No. Wash your hands. Yes. Wash your hands. <laughs> Stay home. Listen to podcasts. Listen to podcasts. Don't touch yeah. your face as much as I do. <laughs> Tweet with us. Tweet with us. All original content is copyright Adobe and Teardrops. All original music is copywritten by their respective artists.